0: I'm your host, Erin Gray, and welcome to the end of year Savasana, where we will dive into what's really bothering us and take the time that we need to heal and integrate from this year to start our year off right. I can't wait to dive into this topic with you. Let's get started. The day after any holiday or event can leave us feeling filled and joyous and basking in amazing memories and Let's be honest, it can also leave us feeling exhausted and frustrated and wishing that events went differently or that people acted differently, or maybe that we we ourselves acted differently, but usually it's it's more that we wished other people acted differently. And that's what we're gonna dive into a little bit today because when we find ourselves needing people or situations to be different for us to feel happy. That's when we give away our power. I'm going to repeat that one more time because it's so important. When we find ourselves needing other people or situations to be different for us to feel happy, we've given away our power. And in doing so, we are the only one who truly suffer. This suffering exhausts us. It depletes us. It leaves us wanting more from each other, out of relationship, and from life. Regardless of their behavior, when we can bask in gratitude for our circumstances and for the people in our life that do show up, that do love us and appreciate us, we can release our attachment to people and situations needing to be a certain way for us to be happy. When we can know no matter how they are acting, it is always blessing us, well, then it it takes less burden off of how they're acting and there's, less, there's just less pressure all the way around. So as we are in week 52 of the year and I, my goal for you this week is a week of contemplation. Where are you upset in your life? And if you are upset, why are you really upset? What are you attached to? Are you attached to something being a certain way? As I have discussed in past podcasts, our attachments are from our own expectations, which are from our love language. Where are you expecting someone to act a different way? And just as resentment is caused by expectation, resentment is also triggered by attachment and our attachments are here in our heart chakra that we hold on to this belief that something needs to be this way and and maybe attachment and and expectation are very similar i think they they come from the same root i think that expectation is the outward experience that we're attaching to someone else, and attachment itself is the inward experience. So it is the same feeling that is this unrest, but expectations is placing that expectation on someone else externally, where attachments is this expectation of this internal experience. What are you attached to? Are you attached to being appreciated, being right, being included, are you giving yourself enough time to refill right now? I think this week is a perfect time to pause and invite this rest, this much needed rest. And at the end of every yoga practice, there is a most important phase of that practice called Savasana, which is in corpse pose on your back with your palms up, and it allows for your body to integrate your yoga practice. So the stretches and the strength building that you have just accomplished, it allows the body to reset its cell memory, it allows it to reset the muscle memory, it allows it to integrate so that it can elevate to its next level. Savasada should never be skipped. And I think I had this moment, I was doing yoga with my daughter this week and we were, we, we chant for Savasana at the end of the practice because we get tired and we we're literally sitting there chanting Savasana, Savasana as the end of our yoga practice is reached. And as the teacher said, okay, now we're going to lay in Savasana and integrate, rest and integrate your practice into your body. And it has triggered me that not only are we doing this in yoga, but that this week of this 52 week of the year, 52nd week of the year, this is our week of Savasana for the year. This is our week to rest and integrate everything that has happened in your life for the last 51 weeks. Devatri put out this incredible article on Savasana and I'm going to read through this article and I want you to apply this to your year instead. This is going to be Savasana of the year and the yoga of life that we are resting and integrating from this week and I want you to take this and really apply this to how you can integrate all the events and experiences of your year into this moment now. So stage one of savasana. Stage one is allowing the body to find relaxation, which takes the average person approximately 15 minutes. The first stage is not yet savasana. It's about allowing the body to relax. This is the place where the breath and heart rate slow down and the parasympathetic nervous system becomes dominant. So where can you, in your week this coming week, Allow yourself to slow down, to allow your body to come to a resting place, allowing your heart to relax, allowing your breath to relax. And that can be meditation. That can be yoga and sabhasana. It it could be lying in corpse pose on on your ground with your palms up, your feet spread apart, just resting, allowing in that moment, allowing the floor to hold you up for 15 minutes. Can you pause or you can be laying in your bed? Can you allow the bed to hold you up? Can you allow the ground to hold you up? You no longer have to hold anything or anyone up just for 15 minutes, letting go and allowing yourself to be held. This will ignite this rest and integration. Stage two. Stage two is when savasana actually begins. The body begins to feel heavy and connected to the earth and we withdraw from the external world. Stage two is similar to the idea of Pantanjali's fifth limb of yoga, a conscious withdrawal of the senses. You know you're in this state when you hear a noise but you are not drawn to that noise because your focus has turned inward. In every hypnotherapy session that I do, I actually go through these senses. I go through all five senses and invite my client to turn down the sound that they are hearing, to look inward with their eyes, to take an inhale and breathe inward as we begin to dive down Begin to withdraw the senses, the sense of touch, so that you no longer feel the outside world as we dive deeper and deeper and deeper, deep within. So that the outside world then becomes this distant experience as you ignite and tap into this internal experience within your body. I think this is such a great way to describe this state is that when you hear a noise but you are not drawn to the noise because focus has turned inward. I think it is that experience of ignoring and and it isn't even a conscious act when you have withdrawn so deeply within your body you actually don't even care to respond to an outward noise. It d- literally doesn't even matter because that experience pales in comparison to the illumination and excitement and peace that you are experiencing within your body. So tapping into this is such a powerful, powerful place to be. Stage two is amazing (laughs) and yet it gets better. So stage three, the final state of savasana occurs when the ego and mind let go. This stage may not be experienced every single time, but when you do achieve it, you'll feel disconnected from the ups and downs of the outside world and present with pure consciousness this is truly that state of disillusionment and allowing it is this moment of surrender allowing the floor the bed to hold you up allowing yourself to let go and release release whatever worry whatever concern whatever frustrations might have occurred Savasana is an opportunity to take refuge from the constant activity within ourselves. So we think about how busy we are in our day and how busy the holidays are. Just think how busy your mind is. Your mind is probably a thousand times busier than all the things that you have done throughout this holiday. So taking this opportunity to take refuge from the constant activity that is within yourself allows you to begin again. It allows you to integrate everything that you have experienced this year. And before you begin this practice, you can even begin to reflect on your year. What have you experienced this year? What things have shown up that you weren't literally even on your list i mean i did this practice and i could not even believe there are so many incredible things that showed up in my year i became an enneagram coach i started a podcast none of these things were on my vision board in january these are just things that the universe has decided were going to be part of my life what has shown up in your life that you weren't expecting this year? And how have you changed? How have you grown? How have you evolved throughout this year? Who are you friends with now that you weren't friends with before? Who are you not friends with now who you weren't friends with before? And this happens as we change our frequency. So we attract the people into our life who are resonating at the same frequency as us. And so allowing those who are not meant to be in our life to go, and welcoming in the people who are the right match to us now in. Allowing this ebb and flow of love and energy and people. Knowing it is all energy and it is all energy that is matching your frequency state. All of it is a blessing in every way, shape and form. And when we can take this time to allow the experience of our year to fully integrate into our body then we were better prepared to take on that next year to welcome in all the blessings that are intended for you in this coming year but if we don't allow for this integration I think we miss the lesson and that to me is the greatest tragedy we don't want to miss the lessons and the evolving process of our soul and our bodies and our mind. We need to integrate physically, emotionally, spiritually, all that has happened this year before we move on to our next year. Where are you going to integrate your end of year savasana? Where are you going to include this practice into this week? And it can be an ongoing practice throughout the week. Certainly lay down for 30 minutes and put this into practice, but you can also do this while you're cleaning, while you're putting decorations away. Allow this year to integrate and serve its purpose in a way that you've never experienced before. I cannot wait to hear in the comments down below how your end of year savasana helped you be better prepared for 2023, and I can't wait to see you next year. Thank you so much for listening and I cannot wait to hear how your end of year Savasana serves you in integrating all your lessons and setting you up for a great 2023. Be sure to join my newsletter at Love Heal Thrive and as you wrap up the end of this year love yourself enough to heal and heal yourself enough to thrive. Take care.